Hey everybody, welcome to The Wake Up for Friday, September 18th, 2020. Happy Friday. And a l'chaim to my Jewish listeners on this Rosh Hashanah. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms, including one more studio movie removed from the fall schedule, kind of a grab bag of movie and TV news, and who doesn't love a grab bag? And of course, a look at your weekend entertainment options in the FSS feed. Plus, it's Friday, so a cheers to my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. And over in the trailer house, Showtime dropped the trailer for a Brian Cranston limited series. That one's called Your Honor, where Brian plays a judge, that makes sense, uh, whose son kills someone in a hit and run accident, who just happens to be the son of a local crime boss in New Orleans. And then it uh, all works out great. That link is in the episode notes, and Showtime drops that one in December. And one quick note on this podcast, I'll be adding a week-ending chat with Jeff Giles later today. He's the executive Hollywood editor at Vanity Fair, and you will get his unique insight into what lies ahead for the movie business, as well as the reactions he's seen on the internal side to their Ta-Nehisi Coates guest-edited September issue, which got a lot of buzz. Plus, I will have a look at the things on the agenda for the week ahead in the entertainment and media business. But for now, over to Hollywood. Yet one more movie has now moved out of October. This time, it's the Sony animated movie, Connected. That's from producers Phil Lord and Chris Miller, which has gone from October 23rd to TBD. This now leaves three movies on the theatrical release slate for the next uh, seven weeks. Liam Neeson's Honest Thief and De Niro's War with Grandpa on October 9th and the Disney Fox Agatha Christie movie Death on the Nile on October 23rd. With all eyes pretty much still focused on Disney's plans for Black Widow on November 5th. Although at least the Batman has started up production again in London, a full two weeks after they shut down due to a positive COVID test result for Robert Pattinson, according to Vanity Fair. Over at Amazon Prime, they signed on to produce a movie called All the Old Knives. That one stars Chris Pine and Tandy Newton, according to Deadline. The thriller is about a CIA spy and a former spy who also used to be lovers. They meet up for a dinner in California to reminisce about old times, as you do. But it seems that only one of them is going to survive the night, which definitely reminds me of a few dates in my 30s. Jerry Harris from the Netflix docuseries Cheer has been brought up on child pornography charges for allegedly exchanging explicit pics with a 13-year-old boy. That's according to Variety, although Harris did admit to exchanging the pics when interviewed by authorities, and also that an in-person solicitation encounter occurred in 2019. And now just a bunch of short news items to bring your way. Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black has been cast as She-Hulk in the new Disney Plus series. HBO Max has renewed their recently launched sci-fi series Raised by Wolves for a second season. That one's produced by Ridley Scott. CBS is bringing back the Sunday Night Movie franchise starting on October 4th for six weeks until their fall shows are ready in mid-November. That's according to Deadline. They're kind of going to air at a grab bag of different times, again with the grab bag thing, uh, ranging from 8 to 8.30 to 9.30. Movies featured include Old School, Clueless, and Scream. And part one of President Obama's memoir, A Promised Land, will come out two weeks after the election on November 17th, coming in at a lean 768 pages and a $45 price tag, half of which sounds like it's going to the shipping cost. The book is going to cover everything through his historic campaign through his first term up to the killing of Osama bin Laden. In the executive suite, Paradigm has made 180 temporary job cuts from the spring permanent, which is roughly about one-third of the company compared to its size back in March. And Johanna Byers has joined Will Packer Productions as EVP of Film. She comes over from French company Gaumont. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. 
which is a pretty quiet day, but some very small updates on the TikTok thing. Layoffs also hit Meredith. Plus, look at your weekend entertainment options. And of course, today's pop quiz. And let's throw it over to old school. It's mid-September. We'll be thematic. How many movies have Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn appeared in together, including old school? The answer, after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. That, of course, is my Friday morning podcast beer, which uh, today is their Oktoberfest. While it's not happening this year, obviously, it is the start of Oktoberfest this weekend. And usually I talk about their staples like the IPA or the Golden Ale, but Athletic is also constantly making new beers. They have an awesome coffee stout that I hope they bring back soon. They just put out a Goza infused with raspberry, although I'm really digging this Oktoberfest, which is perfect to have on a crisp fall day after a workout, especially if you still have to drive the kids around to sports in the afternoon. Best of all, the beers are super easy to order. You just go to Athletic Brewing dot com slash shop pick whatever six packs you want and when you order two or more the shipping is free they ship it right to you from their breweries in connecticut or san diego depending on where you are in the country so it usually arrives pretty quick that's athleticbrewing.com slash shop there's always some athletic in my fridge so go get yourself some i put the link right in the episode notes and now the answer to today's pop quiz Will Ferrell and Vince Vaughn have technically been in seven of the same movies. Old School, of course, immediately followed by Starsky and Hutch, and of course, Wedding Crashers and the two Anchorman movies. And otherwise, Vince had a small cameo in Zoolander, and Will had a uh, larger cameo as a mattress salesman in The Internship. Also a fun fact, the person playing the father who gives Perry Reeves away in the wedding scene at the start of Old School was actually Will Ferrell's accountant, according to IMDb Trivia. So uh, use that information wisely. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. With a couple of notes from the online publishing world. First at Meredith, who announced that they're laying off 180 people. Popular number today, according to WWD. 50 will be from their national brands like People, InStyle, and EW. And 130 are from their local media group. But over at Complex, they just hired a new editor-in-chief, Maurice Pebbles, who was previously the digital EIC for Sportsnet New York. That's according to Billboard. Uh, He starts on October 5th. And NBC News reports that Trump is expected to make some sort of a ruling or announcement as soon as today on the pending TikTok Oracle deal, which uh, Walmart now seems to have joined as well. But the deal is not the outright sale that Trump called for in his uh, decree, as China's ByteDance would still own a majority of the U.S. operations and, of course, own the algorithm that runs it. The New York Times also reported that ByteDance has had preliminary conversations with Instagram founder Kevin Systrom about becoming the CEO of the newly formed company, if it happens. And if it were to go through, there are also plans to make it a public company on the stock exchange within a year. So place your bets now on the stock ticker name. Now it's time for the FSS feed, a look at the new entertainment options to enjoy in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ahead. Where there are no new releases in movie theaters, of course, but uh, Lionsgate is releasing their Janelle Monae slavery time travel horror movie, uh, Antebellum, on PVOD. You can watch that for 20 bucks starting today. In the land of streaming, they're definitely delivering on the promise of something for everyone. First up, Amazon Prime adds the Stacey Abrams voting system docu All In, The Fight for Democracy, which looks at Stacey's run for governor in Georgia, as well as the broader issue of voter suppression as we lead up to the 2020 election that you uh, may have heard something about. Over at Netflix, a little something different from that. 
They're dropping Ryan Murphy's Ratchet, which is kind of an origin story for the nurse from the One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest movie and book uh, Nurse Ratchet, played here by Sarah Paulson, as Nurse Ratchet begins her journey to becoming head nurse using tactics that, uh, well, it's a Ryan Murphy show. I think you get the gist. Over at Hulu, they have the show that I'm personally most excited about watching. That would be season two of the uh, unique high school coming-of-age comedy, Pen15, with Maya Erskine and Anna Conkle, produced by The Lonely Island. Definitely recommend that show if you have not yet checked it out. But if you prefer a travel docuseries and want to hang out with Ewan McGregor, he and his buddy Charlie ride motorcycles through Central and South America on Apple TV's Long Way Up as they ride all the way to Los Angeles. But to note, Apple is not putting all episodes up today, but instead will drop new episodes weekly going forward. And over at Peacock to round things out, they're launching the first episode of Larry Wilmore's weekly show today with the title of uh, Wilmore. That makes sense. Over on the TV, there is week two of the NFL on Sunday, of course. The NBA has the conference finals, and golf's U.S. Open is on NBC today at 4 p.m., as well as tomorrow and Sunday afternoons. 60 Minutes returns with their season premiere at 7 p.m. on Sunday, and hopefully you're as enamored with the voice of LSU's football coach as I am, since he's one of the big stories. We're probably going to get a ham sandwich or maybe some boot down or something, go to bed and wake up tomorrow and do it again. But I think most eyes will be looking over to ABC to see what the hell they're going to do with the Emmys this year on Sunday at 8 p.m. with host Jimmy Kimmel. Also, one weekend read to note, Lacey Rose did a great profile on Chris Rock in The Hollywood Reporter this week. That's definitely worth a read. The link is in the episode notes. And finally, Alicia Keys drops her new album today. After delaying it from March, the album is called Alicia. That works, and we will go out with a track called Love Looks Better. And please remember to give some love to the podcast when people ask you, uh, hey, what new things are you watching or listening to these days? Everybody's favorite question. And you can always say Lovecraft Country so many times. Have a great weekend, everybody. Keep an eye out for that Jeff Giles podcast later today, and I'll see you on Monday. So can we-